0: and welcome to the honor family base podcast my name is jake
1: and i'm dallas
0: and we are the only two here today but here on episode 25 let's just get this out of the way really quick every episode we have our who's our favorite number 20 something or whatever episode number Ron ben since he won't be here he entered in two names which it kind of becomes typical of Ben. Uh, ben picked Frank Thomas' favorite number 25 or Jim Toman. Either way, both socks players. So I'm not liking that one. Um, <laughs> My favorite, I'll just say it real quick, is at one time in his career, Sammy Sosa was 25.
1: Whoa.
0: So I'll just stick with that. He wasn't 25. He he was is early in his career, mm. but he was twenty five um, for at least a couple of years. So I'll go with that. Um, I know it's not his whole career, but you know, hey, I mean, for, it's not bad. Up. It's not bad for a storage user. So. No. Uh, uh, do you have anyone offhand?
1: I would have gone with Tome. Or you Frank can. Thomas, but I won't do okay. that. You um, definitely can. Uh, you know what's what? What's up with that? So you got was it? Bon, didn't Bonds mm-hmm. wear twenty five?
0: Yeah, Maguire, when he was in uh, Pittsburgh,
1: McGuire wore twenty five. Palmero yeah. wore twenty five. Yeah, what's up with these juicers wearing twenty five? Is what I need to know.
0: I don't, I don't know.
1: <laughs> uh I guess I'd have to go with tomei then. Mm, all right, Frank, Thomas. Not bad. Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas. Alright. That, that dude do was just way. I'm yeah. going with one. Frank Thomas. The hurt. Alright. Yeah.
0: I mean, he's not a bad pick. Um all right, so got that kind of cleared out. Uh so let's move. If you want to well here. Uh what was something you did this past? What was one thing that you uh did that is uh in your memory?
1: Uh, watched uh, the Avalanche um, play the Oilers Saturday. Uh, mm-hmm. they're playing now. Last I saw, they were up one to nothing. Uh, yeah. I watched the boys on Amazon Prime. Mm. Very adult show. So if you have children, do you, do you like that show? I do. Yeah. Mm. This season was kind of different so far, <laughs> but um, yeah, like I said, it's very much f- f- like targeted at a mature audience. Uh, yeah. Wouldn't let the youngsters watch it, um, but it's it's just a different take of what superheroes could be if they weren't so much heroes. But just like okay. average people with like, you know, defaults and de- you know stuff like that with with Perfect. lasers, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. It's a neat um, show. yeah. Um,
0: I so again last episode episode I mentioned that we binge watched Stranger Things. Yeah, we're watch we're watching it again. Nice, What, so- all of them. Uh well no abs uh see support
1: oh okay I was like dang I mean crazy.
0: I mean I know I mean we de- we definitely could uh my wife Ellie loves the show so she would definitely not be opposed that's a good but one I don't I don't know if we have enough time so either way so episodes are long enough so
1: never enough time in the day.
0: Yeah, Yeah, so why don't we actually just uh, hit first base real quick uh, from there, and why don't we have our Chicago Cubs folks time on first base? Now, when we recorded last week, the Cubs had played a doubleheader, so they lost (coughs) both those games against Brewers, but then they ended up splitting, splitting the series by winning on Tuesday and Wednesday. And then they had a five-game series because they had a a game to make up. And then they went two and three against the Cardinals. So they ended up four four and five, nine games in seven days. But then if you actually think about it, the series before that, they played that weekend. So I think they played 12 games in 10 days or something. Was that? I mean, I, I mean, that's 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 like it. You're I'm gonna guess they're pretty tired, yeah. Yeah, a so, breather would probably
1: be good. They've been doing a lot of doubleheaders lately,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, every team in the Midwest, there's a rain out like tons of rain outs, so they have to make them up. So they you end up in a bunch of doubleheaders. I just wouldn't think you'd put two in the same week, yeah, that's, you know makes for a long one yeah sounds dumb <laughs> so um but uh from those games uh something what's one thing that stuck out uh like a moment a player a game or a part of the game think, so,
1: uh, to, oh yeah yeah
0: god no you uh, go
1: christopher morel uh going five for nine against the cardinals yeah one of those double headers it's pretty outstanding um which kind of, I, I don't know, like of the rookies, I'd say I'm most interested in his capabilities or his potential because he's only 22. And, right. uh, I mean, he he was only brought up, uh, not even a month ago, but yeah. he's already got like 80 ish, uh, plate appearances and he's batting almost 300. So, yeah. I mean, he's looking for, and I think it was every 10 or 11 at bats, he's getting, uh, only one strikeout every 11 at bats something like that 11 or 12 maybe 10 it's great you know i'm going to i'm going to say that just to piggyback
0: off you uh for a second christopher Murrell, who actually maybe we'll talk about for longer but he's only played in 20 games so hmm. far in his career but he's gotten on base in each of those 20 games I know that doesn't seem like a big deal, but there's—I mean—you have games where you just don't talk, you don't get on base, whether right. that's a walk or a hit or whatever. But to start your career, that's the longest in the in Cubs history oh, to start your to start your career. But the the person who had the record for the Cubs for, before is Wilson Contreras.
1: Oh, okay. he, started
0: off, he started off, I think it was 19 games to start his career. So 20. So that I, I think to me that's almost like
1: that's the craziest stat of his. Yeah, that is um and it's cool that but, he's still playing Contreras <laughs> is still playing, like he's still in the uh in the dog right. like kind of coach him through like you know, just new situations because it wasn't super long ago that Contreras was in the same spot.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, actually, to me, he's he's a part of what's the most memorable part of last week for the Cubs. And it was, I think, it was, no, it was against the, well, yeah, but it was against the Brewers. Uh, Christopher Morale was up in the, I think it was yeah, the ninth inning tie game against the Brewers. And there's a shot. It's like this perfect. Like shot from a camera, cameraman, Christopher Merrill is stepping up to plate, and he looks behind him, and Contreras is behind him, mm-hmm. and Contreras is and again. If you're watching on YouTube, you could probably see it, but Contreras is standing behind him, and he goes like this: he goes, <sighs> nice. and he just reminded him to breathe, right. and then he and then he does it. By breathing, and then he hits a walk-off uh, sack fly. Awesome! So there's this moment of two players who are connected and obviously are hopefully going to be mainstays on the team, and they're like they're supporting each other and, mm-hmm. and first having this veteran role. Um, to me, was a really cool moment for sure. See, they went four and five, so I'm looking for moments. To me. <laughs> Some, some players, yeah, yeah. So that moment of Contreras kind of cooling down, Merle, I thought was a really cool moment. That is, that is, but,
1: a, that's a good shot, too. I bet,
0: yeah. It's uh, you know what, if I can find it, I'll post it to our uh Instagram. So if you're again, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see it down in the bottom. Uh, the handle family Based pod, I'll put it, uh, the clip of Contreras <laughs> and Merle. So uh, you know what? I wanted to not so much focus on each and every game so much. I want to focus on the young players for Cubs. Now, if you're even if you're not a Cubs a Cubs fan, I think you're kind of aware that the Cubs are kind of in between a, a rebuilding stage and they seem like they're going for it in some ways by signing uh, Stroman and Jan Gomes and Seattle. They seem like they're going for, going for it, but they have a, a lot of young players. Mm-hmm. So I just want to list off the at least notable rookies so far. So again, like we mentioned, Christopher Murrell, and then the recent additions of Matt Swarmer, He's a starting pitcher. He's pitched two two games so far. Uh, A guy who pitched in the second game of the Saturday doubleheader, his name is Caleb Killian. They actually optioned him down to AAA after a start. That's not because he did badly. He actually did pretty well for your first start. I think he had six strikeouts in five innings. He even struck out Yadier Molina twice. Okay. Point being is he's a rookie, a rookie or potential call up um, that is important for the Cubs. And then, of course, you have Seiya Suzuki, right? The rookie. And and again, he yeah, a rookie. He's twenty. I mean, Matt Swarmer. Matt's warmer is twenty eight. So I mean,
1: either yeah. Way.
0: Fair enough. So, yeah. So, I guess rookie. either way. You had Winston last year. He was a rookie at 29. Uh, and Twindell was a rookie at 29 or 30. So, either way. Uh, sales come back from the IL this week, Wednesday or Thursday. He'll probably come back for the Yankee series in New York. So, that should be fun. That'd be
1: good.
0: Yeah. The The other young players. I think we forget some of these young players just because, in some ways, they've been in the league or they've been a part of huge trades. Uh, so Nico Horner, Nico Horner is twenty-five years old. It seems like he's bit like he's thirty because he's been in the league for I think this is fifth year. Um, also, Nate Madrigal. Who the Cubs traded for last year. He was hurt last year on the White Sox. Well,
1: yeah, it.
0: exactly. You know what? I actually had a joke, but you you, you got it. That was that was it. So uh so Nick, Mag- Nick Magical is not playing well, but he is 25 as well. Uh Justin Steele, who is again is not playing, not playing well. A theme, the Cubs. Yeah. And then uh actually someone who is playing well is Keegan Thompson. I don't know if he's considered a rookie, I that's why I didn't put him there, but this is I think his first full year. But he's 6-0, so he's doing pretty well. Yeah,
1: due <laughs> to noteworthy,
0: yeah, for sure. Uh so to me, you know, we talked about Christopher morell but of the rookies, so that's morell Swarmer. I know Kid Lane got an uh, option down to AAA, but maybe morell Swarmer, and Sia. Which of those three are you probably most looking forward to
1: plugging into the Cubs long-term? Still, I mean, Murrell, I mean he's a middle infielder. Um, I feel like finding a steady second baseman is – I mean, second base is kind of an undervalued position, but super important, especially like if, when you have somebody noteworthy. Like people know that you know you have a great second baseman. You want to lock that down. So um, I think that would be. I mean, if he if he keeps at this rate, he's going to hit about give or take 150 RBIs in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, there. I think there's there's only that. That would be the fourth highest, I think, in uh, history Uh, following like DiMaggio and a couple other folks. But like just to be on a list like that high with like Joe DiMaggio, it's a pretty big deal, especially like in your rookie season. I mean, not to say that. I mean, of course, like if he stays healthy and like he has to be continue to play out of his mind. But uh, I think it's cool. He's got speed. Uh, He's got somewhere between five and ten stolen bases. Um, and he's gotten that in 20 games. So, I mean, I think that's fantastic. Hold hold him down. I'd like to see more from Sayah. I mean, I'm still hopeful for him. Uh, just, you know, a little bit of injury, maybe some acclimation into the MLB. Um, you know, so, I mean, he's not doing as spectacularly as I'm sure we were hyped for him to be, but also first season in, in the States, you know, so, I mean, Maybe once his uh his finger heals, hopefully he'll you know get back, yeah. get back on track.
0: Yeah, you know, uh I'm actually gonna go with uh with Cea for what for one reason is that he is a rookie. As you kind of <laughs> joked, he's a rookie, but he's not so so in some <laughs> ways he has experience with maybe not struggling to the degree he has but he has experience making adjustments uh and i feel like in some ways he's he's not gonna hit 247 Hmm. this year he's gonna raise it a little bit
1: well i I, hope i'd be happy with 290 that sounds great
0: I mean, maybe for the Cubs, it'd be you know best on the team.
1: So, yeah. at the end of the season, I'm sure it will be.
0: Yeah. So I think I'm. Mean, you know, on to kind of jump on Morel for a second. Just on your point, is that Morel is not is not solely a second baseman. He also played shortstop. in the, in the game, he also plays center from mo- multiple games.
1: Fantastic.
0: So sounds you like can, a utility can, player. But you, he was up the middle, mm-hmm. and, and anyone who has a talent to do that, I think, is great. The one, the another thing I point out about Morel is, if you know anything about his story, so he's from the DR. He's drafted by the Cubs when he was sixteen. When he was sixteen, I don't know if you heard the story or not. He beat up Albert me, Pujols. No, he did not. <laughs> In Nobody. the DR, caught Pools, the It's a very large man,
1: he no. is a very large man. Hey, man, no, man, it's not about the size, no. right? It's the motion in the ocean, something like
0: that. Um, uh, I don't think that's <laughs> the phrase, I think that's the uh,
1: same. No, I think, uh, the story
0: for Morel is this is that when he was 16, he was in the lunchroom or cafeteria, or wherever, uh, eating, <clears throat> and the bus the bus to uh, the team bus was about to take off. So he instinctively like jumped up and ran out. The problem with uh, what happened was he ran out, but he got clipped by the bus and it it, it cut up his forearm real bad. Oh. It was, it was almost uh, like um, almost took him out of baseball and he, it took him, six, seven years to really develop and turn into a, like a dependable long-term player, potentially. Wow. So he went from at 16 having these hopes and dreams almost taken away, and now he's in the on the team making a difference. Right. That's someone you root for. I don't know if I'm most excited for him yet.
1: I want to know I what could, kind of I'm rooting for him. He had on his forearm after he got into this accident. Oh. Maybe it wasn't oh. so much an accident if he got a rubber band put in there. I, I think mean- it would be good. I think we should touch one day. You, me, Dan, maybe he'll be a, a potential, and Ben need to discuss Tommy Jones. Tommy Jones. Uh, we need to figure uh, out yeah. if, if this is Tommy Jones. We need
0: to figure out. If it's talent shows is
1: an actor, I was like, wait, I was like, that's that's not right. We need yeah. to figure out if this is okay. If if pitchers mm-hmm. getting this this operation done is yeah, I mean because I mean you could consider it. One could argue performance enhancing.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean that's a conversation for another day. For we'll sure. talk about that another time. This was not Tommy John. If you see a scar, it's pretty gnarly on his Or this, maybe it's a uh, super form.
1: subsect of Tommy John. Yeah, new, that's it. That's what I'm saying. What if you want like Rookie of the, you know, <laughs> the Rookie, whatever, whatever that, that Cubs movie is from like way back in the 80s or 90s. Yeah, Rookie of the Year. Yeah, yeah Rookie of the Year. What if you got something like that done with his forearm? You can't trust can nowadays. You man, can't trust
0: this him. conspiracy theory is very weird. I'm going to take the um, hat off. Yeah. That, so one saying. of the so the rookies are one thing, but then when you have the other young players who are not rook, rookies, I am most excited for Nico Horner has developed into a potential uh long-term shortstop. I don't think he's going to be the Cubs shortstop long term because it was there are stores coming out now that are saying the Cubs will get a top of the line free agent shortstop at the end of the year at the end of the year, and that would mean Nico Horner would either move to second base or potentially potentially trade him. I don't think he's long term, but I'm most excited for him. He's hitting above 290. Okay. He's he's playing out. A- he has a really good glove up the middle, but his uh he's improved his throwing uh, strength. So I think overall, Nico Horner to me, he doesn't have the power. He won't have the RBIs. He won't have that kind of stuff. But I feel like he's one of those players that you can line. And again, he's been in the league for I think this is like fourth or fifth year. So I like Nico Horner. Um, and he's 25. I mean, he's still really, really young. He's so like, I like him.
1: Let's see. Uh, yeah, he has. He's been up for a good couple of years, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, he has been injury
0: prone. So that's kind of one thing. But he's been up
1: for a while. I mean, I've seen, I've only seen like... A couple of plays that he's made on the highlight reels and stuff, and you know it's nothing like super spectacular, but made some good plays so far this year. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I just I don't want I don't want you to move Morel. So keep him at second. And yeah. if you're gonna get a fancy shortstop, I guess Nico's gonna have to find another position on my team.
0: Or or Morel May- Morel could just stay in center, you know. Yeah. I don't
1: I like mean, that. It's
0: not, I don't know why. It's not like we have another great center fielder out there.
1: I was thinking we could put Benny out there. I don't know, if Ben's. Uh, I think he's looking at trying out. He's been to a couple. He's been to Wrigley a couple times this year. That's true.
0: Just saying, he's he's, he's not here to say no. That's true. He did. He said it was to watch the game, but again, how, who can we trust nowadays?
1: Well, do you, I mean, but in all seriousness, do you not like in Center?
0: He's uh, He moved over to left field and he's doing pretty well out there. No. So, I mean, the Cubs off field is. I mean, if Seattle what? turns what? Up, turns it around and right and you yeah, have Happen left, what I mean, if you put Morrell in center, that. I feel like that's pretty good outfield. this decent.
1: What's Hayward been up to lately?
0: Yeah, he was uh, injured for a while, but Mm. he's. uh, I I don't mean for this to come off in a bad way, but to be honest, but it's going. I mean, yeah, yeah. the The deal the Cubs signed from. I mean, I feel like if you asked Hayward, the deal the Cubs signed him to the the crazy amount of money they gave to him. He's only been worth it as a leadership role. Mm. His product his his defense is always gonna be good. But his offense is I mean it's below average at
1: best. Hasn't that always been his case though? No. You think he's been like the number one or top three producers in the Cubs lineup ever? feel like he's a well, solid that, number six or seven.
0: Well, that's the point is that when the Cubs signed him, they expected him to produce offense because when he was with Atlanta and then St. Louis, he was a, at least a decent, if not top for offensive producer, he was a threat. And then I don't know what it was. I mean, people –
1: Sadly, that made the, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just how it be sometimes, man. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Players well, come to the Cubs and forget how to play ball.
0: Yeah, a little bit. Um, but no, I mean, Heward is one of those, one of those guys that came to the Cubs and just, um, he just is always altering something in his mm-hmm. swing, he's always changing, trying to figure He's hitting under 220 again this year on the games he's played. But, again, he's – You're just waiting for that contract to run out. That's all. How much money is on that? uh, You know, I'll look that up. But I will say this. He is a great leader. He does – he is the guy who – uh, came in in the 2016 World Series and yep. gave that speech, um, that kind of galvanized the team and kind of mm-hmm. led them to win that game, nice. but but again, outside of that, he's not doing much else. Um, let me let me see. So, his contract is up not this year, he has this year and a full year next year,
1: mm. okay. Just pulling he in signed, twenty million dollars a year, he, isn't
0: he? He signed. Uh, no, he signed eight years for one hundred and eighty-four million.
1: Uh, that's about that's over twenty million dollars a year.
0: Oh yeah, you're right. I, That'd be I don't know, my, my 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 stupid brain thought that was like one eighteen, but Bro, I'm I'm math. just a genius at math, dude. Don't worry. Good. That's 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 clear. You're a
1: statistical um, genius,
0: yeah, yeah, so <laughs> yeah. i'm I'm looking this this will sound bad, I'm looking forward to Hayward leaving so that we don't have to ask about him being in the lineup,
1: sure yeah that'm yeah, dude's batting two hundred like I mean. I like
0: that guy. I like the guy. He's a great guy off the field. He's a great leader. But man, I just want when he comes up to the plate. I just I want to turn off the TV. I just it's it's very very hard. Yeah. Um. But either way, so well, it's actually in a very nice transition. The Cubs play two games uh, this week. So Tuesday, Wednesday. So. When this airs, the Cubs will have played one game against Baltimore, but they have the second game uh, the day this airs, so Wednesday. But then, so they have the two game series in Baltimore, and then they have a three game set in New York against the Yankees in Yankee Stadium. So, so they went from nine games in the week to they'll only have five games. Huh. But a good work week. They're going against the Orioles, who are kind of overproducing. And then you have the arguably best team league, Yankees. The Yankees so, yeah. wh- we always do this, but what is your guess on those five games? So, what do you think
1: the Cubs go? Two and three. Man. I mean, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I. I
0: really want to say, yeah, and you know what, for this reason, I'll say the Cubs will go 2-3. and The Cubs are one of the best teams in the league uh, scoring early. Like in the first inning, they score a ton of runs for whatever reason. But they don't score a lot late in the game. But the Orioles have great bullpen, but not great starting staff. So I, I think if the Cubs can find a way to score a lot early uh, get their starters, I think they'll win it. You know what? We will say this for the Cubs. They'll probably split one series and then lose the other. So I think they split against the Orioles, and then they win one game somehow against the Yankees.
1: I don't know how, but I think they might. Wow. That, that, you know, that's a, that's really commendable. Your optimism. Normally, I'm the uh, optimist, but man, that is. Uh...
0: Man, I mean, I'm. I would. I, I would not be surprised <laughs> if they lose all five. But um, <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hope. That's right. optimistic for me.
1: We'll keep our fingers so, crossed.
0: So let's actually move to uh, second base, which second base we always do. What's well, a story of the week? Um, that kind of stands out but uh, an article from MLB.com came out talking about nine stories that were under the radar. So I thought we'd each pick a story that we found more interesting amongst that list. Um, Now again, let me just say this beforehand. One of those nine stories is not really the story that we would talk about right now, and that is... The Pride Night uh, controversy with the Tampa Bay Rays. So if that was amongst those stories, or honestly, if we had more time, or if you know we were more uh, prepared, we would talk about it. But I would say that we won't talk about it right now, but we will talk about it either in a special episode or maybe in a future episode for sure uh, by the end of June. We'll definitely find a, a time for that. So, amongst those nine stories that they did list, Dallas, what is uh, one story that stuck out to you that, you know, you and I, but also people listening watching should uh, watch foreign
1: baseball? Uh, I don't know how to say this guy's name. Tariq Scooball. Yeah. Help. <laughs> uh, being the early Cy Young candidate. Um. I know it's early in the season, but the guy's only 25 years old. Yeah. Um, and again, or not even again, but to touch back on like one of the first couple episodes, I'm not a hundred percent. I know what war is, but like the number 2.2, could shouldn't tell you <laughs> yeah. what it means, but I imagine it's good because they talked about it. And I know having a yeah. higher war is better than <laughs> having a lower one. Like sure. my negative 4 this guy has a 2.2 2, so good on him yeah but um yeah yeah i don't know it's just exciting to see the tigers tigers pitcher do well because you know there's anybody that could shit on the white Sox, you're good on my book
0: yeah yeah uh the 25 year old uh for detroit i i mean i think we just don't watch him because he's playing for detroit yeah <laughs> You know, I mean, like, do we ever see, like, the Marlins, even though they have a Cy Young winner in Sandy Alcantara? Like, Alcantara, people talk about that all the time. So, Sandy. Mm-hmm. So, people don't mention teams you don't watch very much or don't get a lot of national attention. Um. So, yeah, for sure. I mean, too, so, War to the best of my knowledge, and again, I'm not very smart in this, but war is pretty much like if you were to compare him to another average player, he would be worth 2.2 more wins at the end of the year because of his production. Mm. So amongst the average player, he is, he adds a value of two into your team. Mm. So, so, Ian, how do you figure that people debate that? But the fact that it's over, I mean, I think Contreras is, Contreras the Cubs is a little over 2. might be 2.2. Wow. Look at this so, here. if you have a 2.2 as a pitcher, you're doing pretty well. Um, yeah, so he's definitely under the radar. Um, you know what, for me, <clears throat> actually I have to admit, when I saw when I saw this uh earlier this year, I couldn't believe it. So my under the radar story is uh the Marlins and the Dimebacks back in 2019 had a one for one, like one player for one player trade. And they traded the Marlins traded Zach. Uh I was miss. I say his name that, wrong. I don't think it was Saffron. I don't think so. Uh, I think it's Zach and I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong. But Zach Gallin for Jazz, Jazz Chisholm Jr., they traded one for one, and both of those players are having great years. Zach is uh, a possible Cy Young winner. He's having a great year. I mean, the whole Diamondbacks... Uh, Pitching staffs having a great time, a new pitching coach, so they're top three in baseball for ERA. Um, it's wow. Crazy, That's crazy, awesome. but and uh, Zach is you know producing quite a bit of that uh, momentum. And uh, Jazz Chisholm, I think more people would be familiar with. He is a more eccentric player for the Marlins now. He. He can hit for power, hits for average, gets on base. Plays a great uh, defensive second base, and he has a lot of flair. And if you look up a picture of Jazz Chisholm Jr. right now, he has bright blue hair, That's and, what's up. and he he always wears uh, a thick uh, gold chain. And whenever he hits a home run, he does a euro step <laughs> as he as he hits home plate. So love that. Those two players are one for one trade. I saw that earlier this year, and I was like, "Usually, you get like one guy, one or the one,
1: other."
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, one one guy's great and one guy's terrible. But to have two people, one possible Sang, one possible MVP, I mean, that's a that's an under the radar story that I think we need to. I mean, they're not teams that are above five hundred, so I think we miss that
1: a lot. But um, I think that's a really cool story. Yeah, that is awesome. I mean that's just neat. Both of them end I mean, up doing fantastic things for themselves.
0: I mean, if one of them were on the Cubs, they'd be terrible, so <laughs> Yeah, would have forgotten. I mean, I'm I'm glad uh they got their chance and they're doing well. So Yeah, definitely. fine. Uh, so you know what that's actually a quick Second base, usually, usually second base, we have more conversation about the actual story. So again, in, fe- in fe- the future episode or t- segment, we'll talk about uh Pride Night controversy for the Rays. But for now, we'll just have second base be this quick uh, story that maybe you should go and we should go uh, pay attention to more. So let's uh, actually just hit third base. And our third race is always uh, take your pick. So I usually give a, a kind of a quick blurb about something that's happening right now in baseball. Now to say take your pick, either this or this. And we talk about it from there. So pretty easy. So our first take your pick is something happened on Saturday night. So... I thought this kind of called back to something we've been talking about for a while, and that's position players pitching. Right. So, so Saturday night, the Dodgers tried to use a position player to pitch in the ninth inning. Now, usually that's fine, but they were only down five runs. So. Very unlike umpires, but the umpire stepped in and stopped it.
1: Yeah, that's weird. Right? So we have. I don't. I don't. Have you seen that before?
0: I mean, I, like, I'm.
1: I'm not. I'm not the most proficient in the uh, MLB rule book, but I'd never. Nah. <laughs> but this. this yeah, is I mean, Kind of becoming a thing, like a trend. So it's not like it's yeah. happened like in 2006. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like this is this is a newer thing. So maybe like they. Right just actually read up on it, and they're like, hey, we're going to cut this. We're going to knock it off,
0: you know? Like, we don't yeah, like this I, I do wonder if it's an actual rule that no one ever paid attention to, where, honestly, they just made it up. Or the guy just didn't want to see it. He's like, no, 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 no,
1: get, get, get yeah, back but,
0: out there. But so that's not the story. So the story is that the umpires uh, uh, announced to mm-hmm. the crowd the reason why they were not allowed to do that. They were not allowed to do that because apparently before the ninth inning, so I guess before extra innings, mm-hmm. your team has to be down at least six runs yeah, before you do that. So there's kind of an arbitrary run differential. So they're only down five runs, so they, they can't do that apparently.
1: So I want to ask you, I just yeah, go ahead. Let me ask you, though, have have you seen teams that were up by an extravagant amount of runs put in position players? I mean, not to my knowledge. Okay, I guess that would just be like, you know, putting salt in the wound. But
0: yeah, I mean, I think uh, it's mostly done by teams that are just losing pretty bad. Sure. And their team is trying to not use more of bullpen you know, more of their bullpen and potentially yeah, save their arms.
1: I think we already know where Ben's going to go on this one.
0: So I'm going to ask you, but I'm going to go because you're on the show. So (laughs) is this, is this, is this good? Is this rule good or is this stupid?
1: Uh, I mean, I think it's, I don't think that's legit, man. Like, because what, what if you like, I mean, what if in the crazy scenario where you like, you actually needed a position player to come in and pitch and you're yeah. not down by six, you know, like yeah. just, just weirdly enough, I don't know, say somebody had a very bad case of COVID lied about it, coughed in everyone's face and they were symptomatic within a minute, you know? So it's just like, it's crazy. Like what if you actually needed somebody to do it? But I mean, on the other hand, if they don't, care about potentially further losing the game like if they think that's their best bet then they should be able to do it like this is their team do it so I, I don't think it's a I think it's a silly rule is what I'm saying it's kind of dumb like if, if you're if you're willing to not put in one of your like bet- better arms like a, a pitcher then that's that's on you and you guys lose because you practically gave up already.
0: Yeah, that's it. It you know the context of the story is weird because I'm like, it's five runs. Yeah, you're you're hard. the you're the Dodgers. You can score five runs.
1: Hmm.
0: Sure. Do if the Cubs were down five in the ninth, the other day. So on Sunday night, the Cubs were losing. Uh, they went to act trainings, and the Cardinals went up 7-3 to in the 10th inning. They scored four runs. Even then, I was like, I mean, the Cubs could score four. Could,
1: or (laughs) probably won't.
0: But the point is, I was like, it's the Cubs. The Cubs could possibly score four. If you're the Dodgers, Mm -hmm. you could score five runs in like 10 minutes. Yeah. Right. so to me to me I, i'm the context it's like i know dave roberts does a lot of this kind of stuff the coach but i'm just like take it easy a little bit so <laughs> right. you could come back but um i'm gonna say this you know good or bad i'm gonna say or good or stupid i'm gonna say it's stupid for this reason i know we, I don't like position players pitching. I, the the trend of position players getting in there is, is, to me, just bad for baseball. It's not fun anymore. It used to be fun when it was weird and rare. It's happening so much that it's just bad. Mm. Who... Whatever.
1: Um, <laughs> what? I just...
0: I, i have just gotten to the point the man where I'm is like, there's it's it's I just I hate it. I hate seeing guys go out Stay there in your and throw, lane. they throw thirty-eight miles an
1: hour. Amazing. It Gives the so rest I'm, of us hope, Jake. That's but no,
0: what I'm saying, what I'm, what what I'm love saying love. is if you really don't care that much, have one player on your roster who can who is a really good a fist pitcher who can just toss the ball up there, like just do that. Don't make it like this. Oh, we're just having fun. Your your first baseman can just bringing, lob the ball. You're bringing
1: fun to baseball,
0: all right. And you know what? My hypocritical self will admit. That last year, when Rizzo was still on the Cubs, he pitched against the Braves and struck out Freddie Freeman when That's he was right. not there, the Braves. And I was, I was, I loved it.
1: Right. Of course he did. Because it, it, it's Rizzo on the Cubs.
0: You know uh-huh. what? R- Rizzo still, I still like Rizzo for the most part. So I'll, I won't go on it. I just think it's stupid to uh, to try to <clears throat> serve there. To put an arbitrary to make a rule on an arbitrary run differential. If we're going to do that, just make it a a six-run ninth-inning lead. I think that's a weird.
1: Give up. It's just a weird rule. (laughs) Instead of playing the whole ninth, just done. We're only doing eight today. Well, if you're giving up at six runs, right?
0: Just give up.
1: Right. That is. I I think that's such a weird. A weird rule. I don't think that's... Yeah. Just take it away. Take it away. Either make it illegal to have position players pitch, or just take that six-run limit rule away. Like, it's silly. I
0: don't know. I'm an absolutist on that.
1: You know, in some ways, it's
0: like, because it's getting so stupid out there. You're like, if you want to make this
1: stupid, we can make stupid rule. Dude, I would... I would pay the Cubs 50 dollars to let me pitch when they were down that bed. I will give them 50 USD. That's
0: all right, that's a, a steal. I, that's what I'm thinking. They're doing great. They have a great deal. As, as someone who makes like no, like no money a month, I think like, I'm giving them a great deal.
1: I mean, yeah, that's one <laughs> way of looking at it. One you, way. I mean, are you saying you would shell out more than fifty dollars to pitch? I would. That's I. Right, you know what? We're not. I mean, I. We're not I, asking I don't. You I, I don't. I don't think I can throw the ball sixty feet. I don't. But, I, I believe in you. You. You can't be going in there with that kind of attitude because then you might not. All right. You know what? Let's move from not
0: pitchers you and me to an actual pitcher for our next taker pick. Yes. So I'm gonna an go actual, with yes. An actual pitcher. I already know. Uh Kumar Rocker. So we mentioned him very early on in the podcast in like episode one or two or something like that. So Kumar Rocker was he played for Vanderbilt from sure in did. twenty twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. He was in his last year at Vanderbilt. He led the NCAA in wins and strikeouts. He was drafted. He was the number one prospect overall. He got drafted tenth by the Mets, but the the Mets. uh, He ended up not signing with the Mets because they came back with images of his throwing shoulder and throwing elbow. That they had some concerns about, so they didn't want to sign him to the deal he wanted.
1: Right.
0: So Kumar Rocker has not really thrown professionally at all since 2000. So almost almost a year, if not, yeah, almost a full year calendar year. Mm-hmm. Um, Kumar Rocker threw his first uh, professional game. And it was in the Frontier League, which right. is not a minor league or AAA. Can't
1: independent league, right?
0: Uh, uh it's it's not the independent league. You know, mm-hmm. I kind of thought it was. It's it, it's something called the Frontier League. Oh, um, okay. I don't. Know. I I don't. It was,
1: yeah, whatever. It's baseball. That's it's that baseball. or what? Right. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. So he threw first first time, the, apparently his. The concerns about his throwing, especially his fastball, uh, he he apparently hit the radar gun at 95, sometimes 97 miles an hour, and then he even touched 99 once or twice. And he had six strikeouts in his first return. The thing that kind of buried, buried under all that is that he gave up three runs. And one of those was a home run. Um, so, I mean, not important, though. The question right. is this, is that if, if let's say you're a GM. I mean, last time you were a pitcher, so let's just say you're a GM. Okay. So you're a GM, and Kumar Rocker, he wants to uh, be in the draft right. in, in July. So he wants to re-enter the draft in July. Do you, as a GM, or as, even as a fan, do you want Kumar Rocker in your minor leagues and potentially work his way up? Or would you be hesitant? Would you draft him or pass on him?
1: I'll draft him. Yep, 100%. Why? Why? Because the man went to Vanderbilt. And we oh we gosh. stick to our own. All right? Blech no and but in honesty i mean um why not assign him start him in a double double a see how he does um if you, if you like a couple outings bump him up and just like you know have him prove himself why not i mean you're not i mean you don't need to like start him you know at the highest tier you don't need to bring him up to you know your major league team All right but right. you could at least have him in your system um I mean, yeah, he, he failed his physical for the, for the Mets. And, of course, like, without a throwing arm, what are you going to do? So, um, just, I'd sign him, keep him keep him there, um, make him produce for mm-hmm. you, to see what he could do.
0: Um, I'm going to go opposite on that. I'm going to say if I was, as a Cubs fan, sure. The possibility of him... Having a great career, I'm like, just try it out. What he? It's, but if he wants to be right now, he's the 39th ranked prospect. Still, mm, not bad. But if you're gonna draft him in I top 40, I don't know. if... To me, I'd pass. I would draft him later on. I'd. Uh, I would Even not. If- I Would what not if... invest the, the money up front for someone okay. like
1: that. I would, I would like a couple though? rounds, okay? A couple like, rounds. I was gonna say, the Cubs could use like a good relief pitcher. What if you moved them from starter to like, I don't know, mid relief? Man's, man's clocking in in the high 90s. He says change ups like 88, everyone, 89. Everyone, everyone is not everyone.
0: Yeah, not everyone. I mean, a large majority of pitchers coming out. I mean, again, I'm not.
1: But you're
0: right, there, the, there are. The, 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 Cubs, the Cubs could definitely use pitching, as we've seen. But he's not a potential major league roster, like st- like filling your roster. He's, he's on it. He's not going to be ready for at least a couple years. So the amount of money he's going to want up front, For being a a top draft pick, and the amount of,
1: I guess it just depends how much he's he's trying to get. Then, I mean, because you have to be realistic. Like, if that's a then it it just comes down to the question mark of his of his throwing arm.
0: Yeah, I mean, kind of important.
1: Yeah, pretty kind of. So
0: I'd say to me, I'd pass. Mm -hmm. But if he's there and in like the you know. Uh even like the third, fourth round, I take him. But I mean first or second round, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> All right. you, All you, right. Third you round. yeah, it's not bad. Uh, uh so, so the third ticker pick is coming off the news of the Philadelphia Phillies firing their head coach, Joe Jordy.
1: Yeah. yeah
0: that's the headline so uh yes i'll ask you, well i'll answer first but then i'll i'll give you a shot out of this right. so did joe girardi deserve to be fired or was it a little premature or just I any mean, not a little was it just too early and i would i would answer that as he deserved to be fired for one reason this is his. This would be his third full season in uh, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. They have not. They have not made the playoffs in his first two seasons. In his third season, he is the fourth highest payroll, and they at the time they were eight games under five hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd say that's you know that's bad. It's
1: not. Yeah, it's not a good thing. Spending all that money. Uh, but they also got, I mean, they don't have a terrible roster for all that money yeah. either. Like, it's really good. And you're still yeah. not producing wins. Um, and if they don't make the postseason, to would be three years in a row. With having good hitters, you've got, you have, or they had a Cy Young candidate. Uh, uh, I mean, they have a couple uh, that should be good. Wheeler's
0: their wheeler and nola could be really good too
1: so it's just he he still is i mean you have a losing record like with your total tenure there i mean so i guess it's not a surprise um and yeah i mean to be expected then yeah i mean a bunch a bunch
0: of people in response were like this is way too early and i'm like (laughs) Well, what do you, when, what do you when's want? the right time? After
1: five years of losing? Like,
0: you know, if one, or obviously some people would say, you just, you don't do it in the middle of the year.
1: Mm. Well, it, it's not even, it's not the all star break yet. So it's like,
0: wait, you do you want to it now. possibly waste the, the year, year. If, if his decisions are playing a negative role. Right. Do you want to wait, or nah. do you want to possibly
1: get in front? Of- you still have a shot because we're 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 a month out, month and a half out till the break. And uh, no, because if you if you get a new manager in there right now, they'll have a little bit of time to warm up with the, with the roster, like with the with the dugout, with with guys everywhere, and uh, yeah, hopefully get some good momentum going and some. Uh, com- uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know camaraderie is kind of the word I'm looking for um, but you know get a good flow with the, with the team and uh, then you still have the rest of the season. You still have half the season to go. So I mean you can actually make a run at the postseason with that kind yeah. of time. So like if you keep sitting and waiting on it then you just like you said like you're just wasting time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just makes sense. I would say
0: this is a fair point. The their roster, as you said, is good. Yes. They're, they're not playing well. And no. how much can you really attribute to coaching? And how much can you be like, can guys just hit the ball? Or can you, like, pitch a little better? Like, <laughs> right. Can, but, and their defense is historically terrible. It's one of the worst ever. Mm-hmm. Um, how much of that is coaching? I'm not saying that you don't have yeah. so many influence, but I'm like... I mean, he can't be out there closing their gloves and catching the ball.
1: Yeah, like, you're right. But, I, so I mean, I would... I think it's been pointed out a good number of times that baseball is the thinking... It's a thinking man's game. So, I mean, I, I really think that, um, like, players' mentality uh, has a lot to do with their performance. So, I mean, if, if it is the manager throwing off the team chemistry and dynamic, yeah, Yeah. then that could be, maybe that is the change that they needed. And, you know, you get somebody in there that will mesh everybody, like, well together, that could uh, be all the difference, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a very hard division. I mean, the Mets, the Braves, I mean, even the Marlins are decent enough. So it's a very hard division, to say the least. Um not, not the NL Central. And uh, very quick, I, I just want to mention this. Uh, I didn't have this on the outline, so I'll just ask you out on this. I don't know if you know this. The LA Angels right now, as of taping on Monday night, they, the Angels are in the middle of an 11-game losing streak. Whoa. whoa. Very bad. <laughs> wow. Very bad. That's that's hot. The question that's undeniable. That's very bad. So, right now, the way it stands, let me just put these. I want to get this for sure. So, the standings right now for the Angels are not looking great because losing the 11th in a row is never going to be good for your, where you're sitting. Yeah. So, The good thing with the
1: Angels is that
0: still, with an 11 game losing streak, they're
1: still second place in their division. Dude, how ridiculous is that? (laughs) They're also, they just dipped under 500.
0: Yeah, I know, but I mean, they were at, again, right now, as again, Monday night, they're one game under 500. So they were 10 games over 500 before this. So they were playing well. So I think the 11 games, I think undeniably is going to um, affect them overall. But I would ask you this one, take a pick on this. Are they, are the angels able to come back and possibly win a wild card or even their division? Or is this the 11 games Sign a sign of things to come
1: i don't think this is gonna i think this is a temporary just really odd spell i think but i think they're gonna be just fine i winning about winning the west i don't know about that maybe i think they'd have a better shot at the wild card um because there's yeah like they're yeah, eight and a half games back now maybe well, about to be nine yeah. Or maybe not. Mariners are up on the Astros. So what's yeah. up? Let's go. Come on. Come on, yeah. Bears. So yeah, they're, the,
0: yeah. The Mariners are six games under.
1: So. Yeah. So he's yeah. still under still the Angels. But um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I'd put him at a wild card contender for sure right now at this point, unless the Astros just start amazingly, start, you know, sucking and they have a terrible streak like the Angels just did. Uh, they just pulled ahead
0: yeah so you know what if that's the question i'm gonna say i think they are still contenders the problem is they're they're a wildcard contender they're like the last contender they're as of right now they're close with boston who was started off the year terrible but now they're 500 so I'm gonna say they're a contender but man you've gotta you've gotta snap this 11 games that's horrible so, yeah, snap out of that yeah. yeah so you know what let's uh go back so last week we talked about nationally televised games there are a bunch always in the week so after this airs on Wednesday. There are a bunch of games that are going to be nationally televised, so whoever's listening, you can watch any of these games. So there's again there's three there's eight games from Wednesday to Sunday. Of those games, is there a game that you think we should watch, people listening, watching should watch?
1: I think people should watch Cubs Yankees. Admittedly so, biased, but uh, I don't know, it'll be fun. It's always cool seeing the Yankees and the Cubs step on the field at the same time, so that's what I'll be watching.
0: I'm not going to be biased, but I'm going to say another Saturday night game, the Dodgers and Giants, both great teams. Better game to watch, for sure. And they're going to be playing in San Francisco. It's going to be a crazy atmosphere. It's going to be, I think it'd be more fun to watch that game for Cubs fans, for sure. Yeah. I'm
1: watching, I'm I'm watching to that game. Yeah. Tebow. That's what I'm going to do.
0: Yeah. I'm not sure that's even something. thing.
1: I don't think they do that anymore. I don't think so. Tebow was taken over by literally every other cable
0: company <laughs> <them> and
1: streaming. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't have
0: time to watch recordings. I'll, I'm just going to go watch Stranger Things.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, but you can watch a whole bunch of Stranger Things at once. That's true. That's true. Um,
0: See, so yeah, both Saturday night games uh, should be fun. If you uh, go on, so I'll post it to our Instagram as well. The game that nationally about games that you guys can watch this week, so Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. There are eight games you can pick from. Overall, I think most of them are going to be good games. So,
1: maybe the A's and them. the Royals. That'd be a good one to warm your. Uh, keep the your and Royals, not the A's. No, it's the J's and the Royals.
0: Yeah, I mean that's not bad. The Jays are Jays are a good team. When the Royals are also
1: absolutely trash for the usual.
0: I mean, I think it could be fun to see a lot of home runs.
1: as <laughs> same with the Cubs and Yankees. Tune in. Yeah,
0: you're true. So let's actually uh, come home and hit a home plate. So I think we changed it last week, and last week uh, weeks before it was always about hometown a sports team, and as we've noted. There's not a lot to talk about. Not a lot of Chicago sports teams are doing well. So it's kind of hard to just always have a time of ragging. So what's something you're going to be doing this upcoming week
1: that you're excited for? Actually, I lied. Well, I didn't. I did and didn't. I'm probably not going to be able to. To watch the Cubs Yankees, so I will have to. Why is that? though that. I think Kendra and I are going to go to the Nashville SC match this mm. Saturday, so that would be fun. I think it's at night though. Um, let me see.
0: Yeah, I have to uh, uh, g- get you those uh, tickets for the games uh, that I got you tickets for.
1: Oh yeah,
0: but no, we got tickets. We got them here. Well, no, the uh, Nashville SC you have to have digital tickets.
1: Oh, okay, got you. Okay, it's yeah, a yeah we- I don't know, it's a weird seven thing. o'clock. Yeah, that is weird, but uh, yeah, they're playing seven o'clock. Uh, yeah, Saturday, so that'll be a lot of fun though. Yeah. I just yeah. don't, I don't know if we're going to sit in the fan section again because I love the fan section. It's a ton of fun, but it requires some dedication. Right, like you are yeah. on your feet because there's no seating and you have to be like yelling. Dude, I lost my voice for almost a week after the match. We went to do ton of fun. I love the fan section. But we might actually want to sit down for some of the for some of it. So maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. But uh it'll be fun. Yeah. yeah. What are you what are you gonna be up to, man?
0: Um, you know, uh still doing uh fixed phys- physical therapy treatment yeah. uh, for whatever so it's pretty much all consuming um the one the one thing I'm looking forward to and this if Ben was on here I feel like we talked about this but uh starting again as we this will air on a Wednesday the the day you hear this watch this uh the new Marvel show will be live on Disney plus to watch Miss uh, Marvel. Uh, yeah. Miss Marvel is it's one of the first comic books I've read uh, from Marvel. I read uh, like a lot of Captain America, but Miss Marvel, I've read most, if not uh, yeah, all of her standalone comics. I read all of them. <laughs> I think uh, so. I'm, I'm excited. I don't care if they change stuff. I know people are going to be butthurt about like. Little changes they make about her powers or whatever. Sure. It's a it's a Marvel TV show. I don't I don't care. It's going to be fun. It's going to be. I think it'll be a, a good mix of uh, what people like casual Marvel fans will like to watch, and uh, cool. and then and then also it's gonna. I think it's going to play for comic the people who are comic book fans. I think will be good. So. That's one of those shows where I actually know the character pretty well.
1: So you're so that's going to be a pretty cool uh, like adventure for you then, because like you said, you're actually familiar with the the stories and the, the character. I yeah. think that's going to be really neat.
0: Yeah, I mean, I again, I'm one of those fans like Marvel. I love Marvel I I I wouldn't say I like I'm a Star Wars like fanatic, but I'm a Star Wars fan. Um, But man, the amount of people that are just like nitpicky nonsense about like
1: Star Wars fans are really good at that. Nobody's ever happy. Like you can't like all, but the whole population of Star Wars fans, they're like it's it's almost like watch like it's almost guaranteed. When one of the new movies comes out, people are gonna be like, "Ah, it was trash. Nah, I hated it." Like, why did you hate it? It was, it was, it was fun. It was well made. How can you hate that? And it's like, ah, they should have done this. They should have done that. It's like, all right, bro. Well, how about you go to school and I don't know, try out for the team? Yeah, yeah.
0: It's uh, again, I've only, I, uh, yeah, people are like that for Marvel and Star Wars. So so, anyone who's listening, watching if you have not seen dr strange the new one that came out I think even if you're not a comic book fan I think you would I think you would enjoy it for what it is if you are if if you are a comic book fan that movie was a comic book brought actually brought to life like it was how it I can talk about this for an hour, but the way the overall structure of it was, it was what a comic book series is. Uh, You have a a main character, you have an added new character, you have a clear bad guy, there's a bunch of fights, they travel, they do all this kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. you have all these elements added, you have (coughs) worlds are not introduced, and... People are not a big fan of it, but if you have not seen it, I think I think you could you should enjoy it. I think it's I think it's a great movie. I don't think it's a top ten Marvel movie, but I think it's very close. Do you think so? Um, really? Because I'm a I'm a comic book reader. Got it. But if, as- if you if you are not a comic book reader, I understand that not being. Great, yeah. It wasn't great.
1: I, it wasn't the best,
0: but it was it was Marvel movie. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, it was it was um, still fun
1: though. It was fun. Though. Yeah.
0: So, Miss Marvel, I'm looking forward to because I'm not going to be one of those people that's gonna. Oh, that's not how it work. It's a different thing. That's cool. it's 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 you. a TV show
1: keeping an open mind good
0: I, i'm trying not to be a d-bag <laughs> Try, trying trying let's see if that goes well so uh Struggle but yeah so yeah. oh every day, they like the moment yeah every sure moment. um that's actually going to wrap up so episode 25 of the on family base podcast again my name is jake
1: and i am dallas
0: And we'll be back next week. Check us out on Instagram, TikTok. If you are watching this, subscribe on YouTube.
1: Hmm. If
0: you're listening, subscribe wherever you're listening. So thank you for listening, watching. And uh, we'll be back this time next week.
1: Thanks for joining. Thanks for joining. Bye. Bye.